Hello and welcome to Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. I'm your host, Gabe Russo, and this week we will look at the mysterious death of Thelma Todd. Join me in a minute! And we're back, and once again, thank you for coming to listen to Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. Once again, I am your host, Gabe Russo, and this week we are looking at the life and mysterious death of Hot Toddy, Thelma Todd, on Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear. This is episode 13. Because the last one was a two-parter, 11A and B, we're just going to Call this one part 13, episode 13. Thank you for returning to listen. Um, I've gotten my information this week uh, from a blog instead of from Wikipedia. From a blog entitled Walking with Dead People by M.B. Brophy. I, wrote, I read a book on Thelma Todd a couple of years back by Andy Edmonds. It's an excellent book all about this subject her life and her mysterious death. This week we're going to get back to the, um, and for the next few weeks forthcoming or coming up, uh, we're going to be getting back to the profiles. We're going to be done with the, uh, the little short subject kind of things like the lost films and the background and that type of thing. I'm going to do uh, profiles. And so without any further ado, Thelma Todd. At the age of 19, Thelma Todd won the title of Miss Massachusetts and used that success to break into the movies in the final days of silent film. Unlike many of her contemporaries, Todd was able to transition into the talkies. She worked for producer Hal Roach at Roach Studios, and he, he paired her with comedy stars like Laurel and Hardy, where she demonstrated a flair for slapstick comedy. In 1931, she was paired with comedian Seizu Pitts, they starred in a string of comedy shorts along the lines they were the female version of Laurel and Hardy. She appeared also in the occasional drama, such as the gangster film Course Air, where she began a romantic relationship with director Roland West. She seems to have recognized early on that fame is fleeting, and in 1934, the age of 28, she opened Thelma Todd's Sidewalk Cafe in Pacific Palisades near Malibu. Despite her continued film success, Todd was apparently very involved in the cafe, which attracted both tourists and celebrities. Depending on who you believe about the events that, as they transpired, uh, this hands-on approach to her restaurant may have had a, may have led to her death. She co-owned Thelma Todd co-owned the cafe with Roland West and his wife, former silent film actress Jewel Carmen, and the three of them lived in a duplex owned not far away by West. It was at the bottom, the, the cafe was at the bottom of this really long flight of stairs that went up this hill. Actually looks a lot like, and I've been trying to figure out if it is or not, but I'm, I haven't been able to figure out, it looks exactly to me like the set of stairs used by the Three Stooges in their short where they're going up and down with the ice. They're trying, they're ice delivery men. And they've got this big block of ice. And they take it up to the top, and by the time Curly gets to the top of the stairs, it's an ice cube, and he's got to come back down. And anyway, I've seen pictures of this staircase, and unless there are long, straight stairs, you know, steep 
all over Los Angeles, then it, it could could well be the same. I don't know. Anyway, at the top of the stairs, away from the restaurant, and like a block away, was where Roland West's duplex was. Now, Thelma Todd had her own separate living quarters. It wasn't like the three of them were living together. They had, you know, there was a duplex. They had, the couple had one, and she had the other. Um, although she and West were um, involved in an affair. So Carmen probably, and she knew about it, just Carmen, um, Jewel Carmen. On the business front, the success of the cafe may have triggered problems that Todd wasn't prepared to deal with. Um, according to one story, as told in the, in the book, um, Lucky Luciano, the mobster, he wanted to put a casino on the top floor of the cafe, and uh, that was met with resistance from Thelma Todd. She didn't want any illegal activities on the property, and that would have been, it would have been illegal gambling. And then his plan, apparently, was to have studio heads and various other power players in Hollywood run up such debt that they would then be forced to either, you know, give control or power to Lucky Luciano. And then he would take over the studio or take over an actor's career or take, you know, and just muscle in. Um... Like I say, she didn't want any illegal activity on her property. And according to rumor, she had a heated exchange with Luciano. She told him that the casino would open over her dead body, to which he replied, that can be arranged. But they say that that is unlikely because Luciano wasn't heavily involved in day-to-day -day Los Angeles organized crime. And he was already under police surveillance when Thomatot died. But. It's possible that a, pr a similar a proposal was given to Todd by someone else, local crime boss or something like that, who ran gambling operations um, and probably and could have been working for Luciano. Although she was dating Lucky Luciano as well, so <laughs> um, it, this says a more likely source for the rumor is Pat DeChico. Now DeChico was a movie producer um, alleged to be on Luciano's payroll and he was Thelma Todd's ex-husband and a very violent man. Um, they divorced on the grounds that he beat her and then 10 years later in 1941 he went on and to marry Gloria Vanderbilt. Now much later, years later, she wrote an autobiography and had similar claims that he was a, a violent drunk who beat her. And so um, on December 15, 1935, Thelma Todd attended a party at the Trocadero nightclub on the Sunset Strip, where she apparently had angry words with Tachico. It wasn't enough to ruin her evening. She was, uh, friends and, and other people there said that she had a, a good time. She was driven home by her chauffeur in the early hours of the morning. She arrived home at around 3.45 a.m. Now, the layout of Roland West Duplex was such that Todd apparently parked her car in a garage and then had to climb down this set of stairs to the entrance to her house. Whether she attempted to climb that night or not is up for debate. What is known is that Thelma's maid found her slumped over the steering wheel of her Lincoln Phaeton. Her face was bright red, and she had a broken nose, two broken ribs, and bruises around her neck. 
Despite the signs of injury, both the coroner and the grand jury found that Thelma Todd had committed suicide. After she broke her own nose, broke two of her own ribs, and uh, choked herself. <laughs> Today, most people interested in this story completely rule out suicide. Although they are divided uh, between whether her death was accidental or whether it was murder. Um, the most common accident theory suggests that uh, she had forgotten her house key. The chauffeur had left. She climbed the stairs and knocked on the door to be let in. West, for some reason, refused to let her in. Thelma Todd then returned to the garage, falling and injuring herself on the stairs on the way, and then got in the car to go to sleep. Um, she, shut, she may have shut herself in the garage, or West may have locked it from the outside to prevent her from returning to the house, not realizing that she would then turn on the car to keep warm and flood the garage with carbon monoxide. Some have argued that Todd was too smart to accidentally poison herself in this way, while others have countered that smart people are capable of making dumb mistakes, especially when drunk. That whole thing just seems so stupid as to not be a, a viable <laughs> set of circumstances. That is just totally ridiculous. From someone who's been around the block a few times, um, yeah, that's uh, doesn't seem very likely. Now, for those who think that Todd's injury, injuries were too severe to have been a result of an accident, say, falling up the steps, um, they think that Roland West, Pat DeChico, and a hitman hired uh, by Lucky Luciano are the three most common suspects. Now, Roland West's altercation with Thelma Todd got physical, and he murdered her and returned her body to the garage and turned the car's engine on to cover his crime. That's one. There's two. Pat DeChico followed Thelma Todd back to the house and killed her. As an extension of their earlier argument, or on the orders of Lucky Luciano. Aside from his known acts of violence, it is rumored that he was one of the men responsible for beating Ted Healy, creator of the Three Stooges, so violently one night that he died of his injuries. Oh my goodness. The scene of that fight, the Trocadero. While claims that DeChico was present that night came long after Healy's death, Albert Broccoli, who went on to produce the James Bond films, admitted that he was present at the Trocadero. Pat DeChico and Broccoli were cousins. Now, no criminal case was ever pursued against any of these people. Instead, Healy was ruled to have died from complications of alcoholism, which was the story that I had heard before. I'm big into the Three Stooges, and I've read most of the, I think, probably every book published on the Three Stooges. I had heard a, a story that he that Ted Healy, who formed the Three Stooges, then they split from him. He went on. I had heard that he was beaten up one night, but I didn't. I had never heard that he died from those wounds. I had heard that he was a, an alcoholic and basically an asshole, and probably got beaten up quite a lot. But um, yeah, so. But Healy was ruled to have died as a result of complications from alcoholism. He claimed to have been beaten by three men at the at the Chocadero at the Chocadero hours before he died, and showed the bruises to prove it was ruled to be mere coincidence. So they say that this the Chico and this Albert Broccoli they were cousins and also kind of mobster types or low level. They think that they beat up this Ted Healy and that 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 they did it once, 
kind of links them to beating up, or it makes it more likely that they would have also beat up Thelma uh, Todd, that they were muscle for Lucky Luciana. What's interesting is that in all the speculation, uh, no one ever suspected Thelma Todd's chauffeur, who appears to be the last person to have seen her alive. You know, no one ever talked to him or mentioned him. I guess he had a solid alibi. And so, uh, to sum it up, Thelma Todd either beat herself up prior to turning on her car and committing suicide. She fell down a flight of stairs and then accidentally poisoned herself by turning on the car. She died in a heat-of-the-moment altercation with her lover and business partner, or was stalked and killed by her violent ex-husband, or murdered by a, hit, a mob hitman. I personally happen to believe the book that I read, Andy Edmonds, basically laid it out in such a way that it seemed not only plausible, but kind of but likely that uh, Lucky Luciano, or someone hired by, ordered by Lucky Luciano, committed the crime and killed Thelma Todd. But really, I suppose we'll never know. And so that was the mysterious death of Thelma Todd. If you want to look up more about that, there's a YouTube video um, all about the story, which is really interesting. Um, it's uh, like scandals, Hollywood scandals from an old from a TV show that used to be on. There, I posted a picture of Thelma Todd on here. Zazu Pitts, her old partner. I don't know why, but for some reason, even when I read the book and was unfamiliar with this whole story, but her name was familiar. I don't know why. I think maybe Zazu Pitts, maybe they depicted her in a Flintstones episode or something. Something from my childhood that's just sticking for whatever reason when I read it. I was like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? That's very strange. Anyway, we're going to call out a day, and I thank you for listening. This has been Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear, and I have been and am your host, Gabe Russo. You can check me out on Facebook at uh, well, facebook.com slash Gabe Russo Arts. You can follow me on Twitter, grusso1971, grusso1971. You can uh, email me, let you know, let me know if, that you like the show. I appreciate it. You can leave a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate that. You can leave a review or send me a message on podomatic.com. Excellent podcasting site. And once again, thank you very much. See you next week.